Welcome back to Super Necessary. I'm Jay. I'm Kieran. And today we're coming back with another episode of Fight Talk. So today we are joined uh, for Fight Talk by Monica Hochlakova, who, who has recently made her debut for Bellator. Um, really happy you could join us today, Monica. Thanks, thanks for taking the time. Hello, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, um, so first question I'd like to start off with is you, you started in Krati at a younger age. Um, what made you choose Krati? rather than like jiu-jitsu or taekwondo? Uh, well, I was uh, in school and there was some uh, karate training going on and I uh, saw it one day and I like it, so I joined the training. I wasn't thinking like in the future that uh, in uh, 10 years I want to do Muay Thai and then MMA, it was uh, spontaneous. Yeah. And then... Um, do do you still do do you still um practice karate? No, no. No. I oh. I'm not practicing it for ten years now. Wow. Okay. Well, eight, nine, nine, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, you moved from karate to kickboxing and Muay Thai. What what was the what was that change like at first? Uh, uh honestly, I was bored because uh, uh, I'm not saying that karate is a uh, bad sport, no, not at all, but uh, uh, I had a problem with my coach, my trainer, and uh, uh, she was not paying attention to me, and uh, I started to lose, and I didn't want it to lose, so I was trying to find something else, and I found Muay Thai. Um, no, let, let me just get get this right. So, you are the first Slovak K1 fighter to to win in WAKO, the world champion. Um, you're also the European champion in uh, IFMA. Yes. So they're like some really great accomplishments. Can you talk about those moments and what they mean to you? Yeah, uh, I. Uh, uh, for a uh, European Championship in Rako in kickboxing, it was in 2016, uh, and uh, I was uh, it was my first year in the national uh, team Slovakia. So when I was going to European Championship, I uh, really didn't expect uh, to win any medal. I had my ambitions, but I was like, uh, wake up and you are still young. It's a senior championship and it's very hard. 
but I won all my free fights. Uh, the second fight was against uh, a Russian fighter. And when you meet Russian fighters on these tournaments, you know that they are really the best. And uh, I became European champion. And two years after, I won also a European championship in IFMA, uh, in Muay Thai. And that was uh, also a really nice experience because it's a different sport and uh, uh, they, the referees are different, the roles are different. So I was really glad. And in the same year, 2018, I, I uh, won again European championship in Rakow. So it was a very good year for me. It's amazing. Thank you. It's amazing, yeah. Um, so there aren't many well-known Slovakian fighters no, uh, outside of Slovakia. Are you, do you think you can help MMA grow in, in Slovakia? Uh, well, I think so. Like, I think we have uh, many good fighters in Slovakia, but uh, they don't get so much opportunities than other fighters from bigger countries. Uh, I think that for many organizations, Slovakia is not um, so important, for example, like other bigger countries, because we are so slow, uh, small, we have 5 million uh, people in Slovakia and it's like one city in USA, so uh, it's not so much. And, uh, but I hope, I hope uh, uh, thanks to my performance in Bellator, uh, the world, uh, we'll see that Slovakia exists and we have also good fighters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you just mentioned Bellator. Um, obviously, you got the uh, very rare win with a, a Scorpion Crunch. Um, was you surprised with yes. that one? You surprised to get it like that, yeah? Yes, I was very surprised because I'm a stand-up fighter and... Uh, at the time I I got this offer uh, from Bellator, I was training MMA like I was three times on MMA training. So my uh, my uh, uh, ground skills were were nothing. Yeah. So in we had uh, five uh, weeks to do something with it. We tried our best, but you can compare it with someone who is training a lot longer. So I was, uh, I I hope that all fight uh, will be uh, uh, up, no on the ground, but uh, when you stand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it didn't work out really well. We fell on the ground, but. Uh, I somehow managed to do uh, the scorpion rip crash and it worked. So I was really happy and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a really great submission. Um, yeah. First time I'd ever seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was, I saw it uh, only, uh, I don't know if you know Octagon MMA, it's Czechoslovakian organization and one girl uh, did it. And I, first time I saw it uh, in that organization, so I tried on training, I think once or twice, once or twice, and I was uh, on the on the floor. I was very desperate, so I tried it. Yeah, well, it paid off. There yeah. You go. <laughs> um, so obviously, coronavirus has, has affected everything this year. 
Um, how did you find fighting with, without the fans there? Was that helpful to you? I, I really, really didn't care about it because I was looking for the fight so much. And I was really glad, glad for the opportunity to fight because uh, if, it, if it weren't for coronavirus, I probably wouldn't uh, try MMA because I'm a stand-up fighter. I love doing Muay Thai. I do kickboxing and uh, that's where I do that. And I wanted to continue, but there there were no offer offers from these sports, so I have to change uh, uh, change uh, the per my pers perspective and turn into MMA. Yeah, are, are you looking forward for the fans to come back? Uh, sorry. Are you looking forward to getting the fans back? Is that something? Yeah, that you're it's uh, to? it's really great to have fans uh, that support you. It's uh, really good uh, when you fight, but it's not necessary necessity. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. and um, so with with COVID, um, did that affect your training uh, coming into the fight? Uh, well, we had we had some restrictions in Slovakia. Nowadays, they are starting to uh, do much more restrictions than, than before. But I have uh, the luck that I live with my trainer, so we could train all the time. It wasn't so hard as uh, when you prepare for fights, but we were still in some kind of trainings. But we didn't have the sparring partners. We couldn't. Um, travel abroad and it's, it was more complicated and uh, many fights had been cancelled this year. So, uh, yeah, it was complicated. Yeah. It makes you win uh, against Jade all the more impressive then. Um, <laughs> so, you've had a lot of fights in, in kickboxing and Muay Thai and you're still at a, at a very young age. Um, have you been, have you managed to stay so active for, for the last few years? Uh, sorry again, please. Uh, so you've had a lot of fights at a young age. Yes, yes. Um, how, how have you managed to stay so active over yeah, the years? Um, I don't know how. I like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Because if you don't like fighting and you do it only for money, then you choose fights and maybe you fight three, four times a year. But if you like, if we, if you love fighting, uh, that I do you want to fight every time for example i i uh after every um, win of some title like european championship or world championship in two days i was hungry for another win oh. so that's why <laughs> so um <clears throat> let me just I, I, i'm not too sure if i've got the name of it Um you you joined uh this year you become a professional soldier in let me yes. the army sports center uh basket brishka it's uh army sports center dukla baska bistrica baska bistrica is a city and dukla is the name of of uh this organization right um so what is it that you that you do there yeah what uh uh, Dukla is part of army, okay. and uh, it's su it supports uh, sportsmen like me, and also uh, mostly in Olympic sports like athletes, um, uh, runners, uh, swimmers, and so on and so on. 
and uh, in 2018 they they noticed me after two wins uh, in the European Championship in Muay Thai and boxing, and they offered me um, um, uh, a place in this organization. It was not for the money, but I I could use uh, the physiotherapy there and the stuff there, so it was very great. Uh, one year after, they offered me a part-time job. Like I was doing um, uh, everything as before, but I was earning some money. Mm. And uh, in the uh, beginning of this year, they offered me a job as a soldier. So I uh, had to attend uh, two, two months um, uh, like soldier trainings, military training. Mm. And then I became as a professional, profes professional soldier like sportsmen. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So just, just going back to Bellator for a moment, um, did, did you speak to any other promotions before you signed with no. Bellator? No. no. Um, uh, I got the fight because of my good promoter, Pedro Faustino, who, who knew people there, and uh, he heard that uh, they were looking for some girl against her girl, Right. And it should be in 52 kilos um, MMA, and he offered me. But uh, the the fighter, the French fighter, didn't want to fight with me, so she wanted to go with me like 48 kilos. It was the first time I was doing uh, this weight cut. It was a little bit difficult, but we said yes. She um, she then said no. I don't know why. And after one week, Bellator called that it's, it's set and uh, I have the fight. And uh, that's how our cooperation with Bellator started. Right. Um, I, I also read in an interview, I think this was sometime before your debut, um, you you'd showed interest in one championship. Uh, yes. I think, I think it might be because it was diverse and it's got a lot of good fighters are you still interested in one championship or are you happy with bellator uh i i i was signed to bellator only for one fight right okay so, so i'm now a free fighter and uh, my promoter is um uh talking to to um, some organizations about me and my goal or my dream is to go to one championship because i think it's the only only uh, one uh, organization who is doing Muay Thai and boxing mm. in, in uh, such a big, big uh, spec. Uh, it's in such a big show, yeah. and I think the best fighters are there. Uh, but it's now a little bit complicated because of the COVID, and we can't travel a lot, and many complications with it. But uh, it's my goal. I like. I allow small goals. But but my favorite rules I are Muay Thai, so right. I, they and they have Muay Thai in small goals, so perfect for me. Yeah. And <laughs> um, so, are you are you aiming to stay in MMA or are you wanting to move back into kickboxing and Muay Thai? Well, uh, if I will have uh, many opportunities in stand up, like in Muay Thai and kickboxing, I would like to stay there. But uh, I'm realistic. And there are more offers from from MMA organizations and for MMA fights because I I think of the popularity of these sports I don't know, but if 
if I would choose that to stay one year without fight or fight uh, MMA, I would choose fight MMA. Um, and can I, can I just just ask? I kind of forgot to ask you about it when we were on on the topic um, to do with the the submission. Um, how much has your grappling improved since since that fight? Yeah. Uh, it's also complicated because uh, I'm from Slovakia and my MMA trainer is from Czech Republic, and they cross uh, they close the borders, so uh, we can't go to MMA training uh, there. Uh, but my uh, my main coach Tomasz Tadlanek, uh, who is also my boyfriend, is uh, trying to learn uh, some MMA from mo mostly the videos of some training and fight. So uh, every day one training is um, is aimed to MMA skills. So I think I'm better um, in MMA, but I can confirm it because. I only spar with my uh, my trainer uh, with Thomas and and some of the guys in our gyms, but there are no MMA fighters. So right. yeah, no. yeah. So it's been being hard to try and get yeah. something like an MMA fighter and to replicate, you know, and be able to do jujitsu with you. Yes. Okay. Um, have you got any fights in the works right now? Anything on in the pipeline? I have to decline two offers. Uh, one was from Octagon MMA, uh, the Czechoslovakia organization, and one was on uh, Arena 5 in France. Uh, it should be this week, but it uh, was cancelled. And uh, I uh, got a little bit injured because I'm not used to it MMA, so <laughs> my training are also very painful uh, now. And also, um, my promoter was talking to one other organization, and and um, he didn't want to compromise uh, the deal with them. So that's the reason why I had to decline this offer. And now I don't have any fights to 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 come. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Hopefully, you're not waiting too long. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, so, um, what are your uh, long-term goals then? Um, are you stay, staying with MMA? So, so what, what's your plan for the next five years? Oh. Uh, for the next five years, uh, uh, nine months ago, I didn't think that I will start MMA at all. So, it <laughs> really changed a lot. Um, I my goal is uh, except to one championship. It's uh, uh, very uh, it's my dream, but uh, unfortunately, it doesn't depend only on your uh, performance, but also on the connections where you are, and it's very complicated. But my other dream is to win the World Games, which should be uh, in two uh, two thousand and twenty two in Alabama and uh, I hope I will go there representing Slovakia in Muay Thai and I want, would like to win something there. Yeah, that's nice. So at least you got a, at least you got a plan A. <laughs> yes, I, I like, I have many plans, but uh, this is the, the biggest one, I think. Right, yeah.
Um, so I just wanted to ask, obviously, with you've got an extensive background in Muay Thai, who who were the people you looked up to in Muay Thai when you were first starting training? Well, I have to confess, I don't look uh, on many fights because I I train a lot and when I go home, I want to have peace <laughs> from, from fighting and from training. But um, I like the style of uh, Johanna Jendrzejk. Also, when she was in MMA, uh, when she was in Muay Thai, and also uh, when she's in MMA, I think she's an incredible fighter. And I look up at her. Um, then I like very much Damien Alamos and also Artur Pyshenko. These are my, I think, three top fighters. Yeah. Um, so, do you have like, like a, a a ritual that you might do before you go into a fight, like to your mindset? Do you have a way to get in that kind of that kind of spirit, you know, of of getting in the fight? Um, I'm not into rituals actually because I think when people are um, uh, based on something like they should uh, bring, I don't know, his amulet. With, mm. with them and they forget it at home. I think they're a little bit distracted and it uh, can affect their performance. But I have like specific warm up, uh, which I do also before trainings and before fights. And when I do Muay Thai, we do bike before. And I think that's my only ritual, ritual, ri ritual. <laughs> 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 I do, sorry, it's very difficult. <laughs> no, you're doing well. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I reached out, out you on uh, Instagram. Um, do, are you on any of the social media outlets that fans can follow you on or get in touch with you on? I have Instagram and I have Facebook page and I'm starting to build TikTok. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big one. And, I, and also, I, I have a channel on YouTube where I add some videos from my fights and my preparation of fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems uh, TikTok's the most, uh, bit, it's the big big thing this year, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> it's, I think it's not uh, secured uh, a lot, but... Uh, you can um, produce there some uh, nice uh, videos in short time, so it's nice. Yeah. Um, so finally, uh, to ask, if you had a, a dream opponent uh, for the future, who who would it be? Mm, I would like to fa fight Steph Fedex. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because. Because she was champion uh, in, in one championship in kickboxing, uh, MMA, uh, Muay Thai, and also in MMA. No, no, in MMA, only in this sport. But she yeah. was trying to get the title in MMA, and uh, I would like to uh, know how strong she is. Because yeah. one thing <laughs> is when you look at the videos, but one thing is when you spar and you do fight her. So that that would be my dream to fight her. And um, uh, how do you think you would do against against Stamp? Well, I I I hope I would win. Yeah. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> uh, I have uh, I have a hate. Uh, uh, at, 
uh, I have a height advantage. Yeah. I'm, I'm bigger than almost all my opponents. And uh, I have long legs, I have long arms. Um, I think I would be good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of put, put you in a third in life, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's, it's been really good to chat here today, Monica. Again, thank you for taking the time. I'll thank you very much for inviting and, uh, me. We look forward to seeing you again very soon, fighting and competing and, uh, and winning, getting more titles. Thank you. Thank okay. you for the Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you. See you. Bye. Maybe it was super necessary. <laughs>